We are talking travel, Sally Lucas and I. And, well, it's always on our minds when we're thinking about going travelling, which is more and more possible, of course. Uh, what do we need to bear in mind? What's the current situation as far as COVID regulations go? And where can we go? And what can we expect when we get there, Sally Lucas? It's still a little bit of a minefield, Jane, and I mean, the ease of travel is gradually returning, but travel is not quite as it used to be, of course, with international in particular I'm talking about here. Um, some countries in Asia particularly are now requiring incoming travellers to show proof of travel insurance to cover the cost of treatment for COVID-19. But even for those with travel insurance for COVID cover, it may not qualify. Um, in Thailand, for example, visitors have had problems obtaining their Thai pass, which you get from thaiembassy.com when they submit proof of travel insurance. It doesn't meet Thailand's strict rules. Okay. So they want you to have a particular insurance. Uh, it's a website of cigna.com and axaaxa.com. That's their preferred insurance insurers and apparently their insurance is not expensive I haven't had a chance to look at it Jane but just to give you know clients a heads up that that might be the case so a lot of Asia is opening up to us uh, the areas that aren't at the moment Hong Kong remains closed to tourists um, but they're hoping to open soon Japan is still um, only open to business travelers and overseas students at the moment uh, Taiwan uh, foreign business travellers, but yet tourism not yet. They're hoping again soon. Um, in the Pacific, Vanuatu uh, won't reopen until at least 90% of all adults have received at least one dose of the vaccine over there and two doses delivered to 70%. So they're the ones we sort of aren't able to go to at the moment. So Europe is open, of course. Uh, naturally, we're only talking about Western Europe. We wouldn't go, obviously, anywhere near Eastern Europe at the moment. But mm. certainly Western Europe is still anxious to have us visit. Um, and also, like, there's there's not a lot of complications with some of the European countries. Um, mask wearing is easing there. Um, even Austria, which had very tough anti-COVID requirements, is moving in the same direction as the rest of Europe now and lessening, you know, a lot of the restrictions. So keep that in mind. Um, the United States, um, to go in there, you have to show proof of a negative COVID test taken within 24 hours of travel or documentation proving recovery from COVID in the past 90 days pre-flight. Mm -hmm. um, so that's there. Uh, for example, for Australians, though, with the UK, we don't really have to worry at all. It's really easy there. They're fairly free to what you can do. New Zealand is opening up, obviously, from the 13th of April for us at last, thank heavens, which is, I think, a blessing for both us and for New Zealand, you know, for their tourism and for us to visit, of course. Um, you just got to self-test on arrival there. Um, there are different websites you can go on to, for example, for all of these, you can Google them. Most of them have a website for their country. For example, with New Zealand, they've actually got a COVID one called covid19.govt.nz newzealand.com. So, you know, you can go in and find these or check with your travel agent. They'll have a list of all these certain, you know, websites that you need to have a look at to decide if you still wish to go and what you need to do. Um, Vietnam, of course, you can go there now um, if you're fully vaccinated and have a certificate um, showing recovery from COVID-19 and you'd have proof of a negative PCR test within 72 hours. So a PCR test. Yes, mm. a PCR test that now, one is. These, and these ones you do have to pay for yourself, you don't do. you, if it's you for do. travel purposes? Yes, for PCR you definitely do. Um, and then before flight time, 
for 72 hours before flight time and or a negative rat test within the last 24 hours. Okay. Again, mm. you've got to show proof of travel insurance with a minimum coverage of US $10,000 for COVID treatment. Mm-hmm. So insurance is going to be a big thing, I think. So this is what you really need to look into quite carefully and need to check with each country. Um, as a lot of the travel writers have been saying, you know, travel agents sort of became less used. People went on the web and did everything on the net. And even they're saying this is a time now when please use your travel agent again because there's a lot of misinformation out there as well as good information, and you need to get it from the horse's mouth and get the correct information. I dare say there's a lot of changing information too, day by day, week by week, so you need to keep up with the latest. Yeah, you certainly do, Jane. And without going into too much detail with all the others, just to let you know, the I won't go through the what you have to do, but India's open, Chile's open, Morocco, Mexico, Argentina. So we've got quite a few countries opening up now, South Africa, Egypt, Turkey and Indonesia. Mm. But all of them have different requirements. Yes, of course. So just keep that in mind when you're planning a holiday. It's it's still, you know, a little bit of work to do. It's not quite as easy as it used to be. But, you know, let's get our travelling feet happening again and it's keeping us happy and it'll keep the countries happy that we're visiting and I'm sure they'll be welcoming us with open arms. And we are spreading our uh, thoughts just a little bit in our next segment. We'll take a look over the ditch and look at some other things as we start to think about uh, actually heading overseas. We're talking travel to NURFM. To NURFM, we are talking travel, Sally Lucas. Um, Yeah, we're looking at something rather nice to do in a place that we can go and visit very soon and we're talking about across the ditch New Zealand. Of course we are Jane and I think we can't wait you know it's our lovely one of our closest destinations to get to for a holiday and such a beautiful country and so so different you know north versus south you have everyone talking about which they prefer. Um, The south I still think is the most spectacular that's my own personal point of view just because it's full of fjords, glaciers, alpine lakes, mountains etc. The north is lovely, but it reminds me a lot of northern New South Wales, not under flood, of course, Mm. but, you know, all around that Byron hinterland area, very pretty scenery, which I feel the North Island of New Zealand is very, very similar, but they do have the thermal activity, of course, and they've got Lake Taupo, which is a magnificent lake, and that is quite something as well. So, yes, we can get there again from the 13th of April. Can I just give a piece of advice? We went to Perth recently, as you know, Jane, and we went about nine days after it opened. A friend wanted to get there the day it opened. She had family there like us. Foolish in a sense, she paid $900 each. One way. One way? for. We paid around $300 each nine days later. Yeah. Please don't rush on the day something opens. You will be paying through the nose. Mm. Same with New Zealand. Just hang back a bit. Don't go in April. Probably wait till May and affairs will drop. Mm. So just a piece of advice there. Just, yeah, don't feel you've got to go on day one that the flight's open or you'll be hammered. Anyhow, that's just what the airlines do to, you know, Mm, they, yes. they want to fill seats initially and that, that's what happens. But anyhow, Air New Zealand currently flies direct to Auckland and Christchurch with obviously onward flights to other domestic de- destinations, including Wellington and Queenstown. Uh, there's flights also to Queenstown from Sydney, which will start in late April. Um, and also 
Qantas offers a mix of direct flights to Queenstown, flights via Auckland with Jetstar, but they've still got very few services in April. But from the first week of May, as I said, the fares will start to drop dramatically, so keep that in mind. Um, But, yeah, look, New Zealand is such a gorgeous place, and if you've never been there, or even if you have, like us, but it's been a while, it'd be lovely to go back and just re-immerse yourself in the beauty of New Zealand. And it's come of age so much in recent years with its food and wine as well as its beautiful scenery. There's even a, a new hotel that's opened in Auckland and it's called its Greenest Hotel. And it takes pride of place in the reinvigorated Britomart Waterfront Warehouse Precinct and it's called the Britomart Hotel. And they've all got certified organic cotton bed linen and towels and all sorts of things. So, mm. And it's considered really quite fantastic and also there's a lovely rooftop bar on the new QT Auckland so you've not got the QT brand is quite a a luxury brand of hotels so you know things are adding and changing they've been doing stuff while in lockdown to get everything ready to welcome more tourists to the area so yeah I mean I think Napier is another really interesting town because you know it was damaged years ago of course with with earthquake and so on and it was rebuilt as an art deco town so it's it's a fascinating place to visit as well so many walks jane as you know so much to explore in new zealand don't don't you know make it a really short trip give yourself time to really you know step back smell the roses and really enjoy the country the scenery and the hospitality so at least we could go there again from april which means lovely for my daughter-in-law that her family will now be able to visit them in in western australia too so it's opening up for families to be able to visit each other as well which is lovely now if we're thinking of going somewhere else what are some events that might tickle our fancy well there's a few jane you've got the world cup in doha Mm-hmm. Um, which is the first time it's being held not in the middle of the year because, of course, there in the Middle East, as we all know, you will die of the heat. It's around 54 degrees, so centigrade, that is. Um, that's from November 21 to December 18 this year, so it's the first time I've been held at that time of the year because it's a lot cooler then. So keep that in mind. If you're, and I'm sure with Qatar Air there's some great packages coming out if you would like to do that. And there's sports groups, of course, putting sports packages together for those that are aficionados of the true ball game, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Birmingham is having the Commonwealth Games in England from the 28th of July to the 8th of August. Um, the Rugby World Cup in France next year is from the 9th of September to the 29th of October. And the Paris Olympics, of course, are coming up in 2024 from the 26th of July to the 11th of August, with the Paralympics to follow from the 28th of August to the 8th of September. So there's just some events there that if you want to incorporate them into your future travel plans, you might like to do that. It's always something quite spectacular to be part of, isn't it, Jane? Certainly is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We are talking travel on 2NURFM. Back in just a moment with the hot deals in the current travel marketplace. 2NURFM's Talking Travel. Sally and I are indulging ourselves and you with some of the things we can do around the world and some of the ways we can do it. It's time to see what the current hot deals are in the marketplace, the travel marketplace at the moment. Sally, what have you got? Okay, Jane, I thought we'd stick with cruising, seeing as we know now that we can bring cruise ships back into our lovely country, and I'm sure they're absolutely delighted. There's a lovely Trans-Pacific voyage from Seattle to Sydney, 26 nights, 4th of September this year. You're getting a couple of
couple of nights in Seattle, a one-way airfare over there with Qantas, then a lovely 23-night cruise on the Carnival Splendour, which is coming all the way across the Pacific, of course, which is just fantastic. So you're obviously visiting Honolulu, Kona, Hilo, Maui, and you continue on then at sea going through to Suva and a lot of ports along the way. So that's a lovely, relaxed cruise that you can do fly cruise package and that's from under three and a half thousand dollars but you got a book by 31 may there's still some last minute cabins available this is a fantastic cruise it's a circumnavigation of australia so how wonderful would that be to see your whole coastline just spectacular 35 nights valid until 30 april for these last remaining cabins it departs on the 12th of november this year and it's from a touch under $8,000, but what a wonderful itinerary. I mean, you're going all the way around Australia, Queensland coast, obviously, like Townsville, Cairns, etc., all through the reef area, Torres Strait, um, Darwin, East Timor, Komodo Island, um, then Broome, Exmouth, Geraldton, etc. So wonderful itinerary if you think you'd love to do that. We were talking New Zealand, Jane, so there's a lovely one here, also valid till 30 April, and that's uh, with Coral Expeditions. That's lovely small ship cruising. So you're actually hugging, again, all the New Zealand coastline, which is wonderful. 7,000 kilometres of New Zealand coastline. Uh, Will you experience all sorts of wonderful inclusions in this? It's 16 nights departing January, 7 January next year. And that's a 16-night full itinerary, of course, including your travel to and from. And that starts from under just 12500 And then back in our own country, Gordon, we're still talking some lovely cruise line, is Kimberley and combined with the GAN. So that would be a wonderful itinerary to do as well. This is valid again until 30 April. It's for June next year. So what you're doing with this one is you you get to sort of go on the GAN from Adelaide up to Darwin and then you're joining a cruise to go all the way, of course, down through to Broome. And that's just fantastic. And it's lots of lovely inclusions on that, Jane. Um, You get a night's accommodation in Adelaide, you're three nights on the GAN. You're doing, uh, with Coral Expeditions, the 10-night cruise on the Coral Geographer from Darwin to Broome. And just lots of wonderful inclusions in that as well. So there's some good packages out there. Oh, also Uniworld, who does the wonderful boutique river cruises of Europe, uh, are offering a great reduction of no single supplement on a whole range of their European river cruises next year on selected dates. So for the solo traveller, keep that in mind as well. A fine bag of uh, hot deals. (laughs) Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we will talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM.